I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hear elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. Well, as we've been covering this week, the largest family history conference anywhere, RootsTech, is underway here in Salt Lake City, emanating from Salt Lake and broadcast around the world. Over a million people are participating. Almost 200 countries, I think, are connected in one way or another. Uh, it is a great opportunity to be inspired, to make connections. Uh, that is the place to be. And one of this year's presenters is one of my favorite people who has been on a journey that has just been absolutely extraordinary. And we're really thrilled to have back on the program. It's been a minute. Joseph Carey, uh, who uh, 10 years ago founded a little thing called Bible Rescue a nonprofit that rescues and reunites family Bibles. He'll be presenting as part of Roots Text and joins us on the line now. Joseph, welcome back. Boy, that was, I think, the nicest introduction I have ever received. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, you're the best, and we are thrilled to have you back on because this I have been following this journey, and I can't believe it's been a decade you've been doing this now, uh, but yeah. this whole idea of rescuing family Bibles and then reuniting them uh, is just extraordinary. Just give us a sense of the last 10 years of some of those stories of reconnecting families with family Bibles. Boy, I have to tell you, it, it all started in Philadelphia. It just I was at a yard sale, and I was just at a table looking at old books, and one of them happened to be a family Bible. And I'm not a big genealogist. I'm not a big family historian, but I as I thumbed through that Bible, there was like a light rain, and I remember thinking, if I don't buy this Bible, if I don't protect this Bible, that family history information mm. will be gone forever. And I bought it, and that was the birth of Bible Rescue. And now I think we've rescued slightly more than a thousand Bibles. Wow. Um, and representing thousands of names, dates, family history. But and this may surprise people. I really don't do it. Part of it is to preserve the, the dates and the names. But the bigger part is when you return that Bible to living descendants, it changes them. Like yeah. they, they become stronger. They're more attached to their relatives, to their ancestors. You know, I've seen it where the sons and daughters in that home, they gather around that newly discovered Bible and they start talking about, mm. tell me about grandma. Tell me how they came to the United States. It's incredible, and I'm still naive enough to believe that you know every family Bible we reunite brings the human family a bit closer together. Uh, I uh, fully support that statement. There is no debate about that, and uh, it's we've been talking about this longing for belonging, especially coming out of the pandemic where everyone felt so disconnected. Uh, and I think what you're doing with these family Bibles is that that sense of holding that Bible that maybe your you know great great grandparents uh, brought across to the country or part of some family story. Uh, there's just something to that that is connecting, and it does bring that sense of belonging. Uh, it, it, it does, and like to to take your hand and put it on the handwriting that your great great grandmother you know may have written in the Bible with. Or the Bible I'm going to share tonight, there's two of them, 
uh, at Roots Tech, and one is um, there's an inscription in the Bible that says, lost my mother and brother to the Spanish influenza. Mm. And then the writer adds, and I don't know if it's a male or female that wrote it, but the next sentence is, it was a plague that ravished the earth during the Great War. Wow. And it just puts so much in perspective, right? I mean, to lose those relatives, to go through all that suffering. And he never, that's the only thing in the Bible. There's no names, there's no dates, there's no addresses. That's it. But it's still that precious piece of history. And the other Bible is actually from a Civil War uh, combatant. Mm. And his inscription in the Bible is, I fought in all these battles. And the last one was Shiloh, which up to the point, and boy, you know this, you're a great historian, was the bloodiest battle, you know, we fought in terms of casualties. And he says in the Bible, I took this Bible with me onto every battlefield for the protection of its message. Mm. And to be able to give that to a living descendant, it just is so much more than the date or time. And um, it's one of the best expressions you'll see on someone when you're able to say, we have your family Bible. And Boyd, if I can, I just want to give a, a big thank you to uh, the LDS Church and Family Search. For, for a while, we would rescue these Bibles, and then we would just reunite them. We wouldn't record the information inside. We're a small nonprofit. Um, but the LDS Church approached us and said, hey, do, do you mind if before you reunite these Bibles, we scan all that family mm. history? Yeah. And this way, even after we reunite the Bible, it's preserved So in their databases. So uh, th- that's been very uh, instrumental in letting everybody yeah. enjoy what's inside the Bible. Yeah, and just multiplying those connections uh, all around the world, which is, which is just extraordinary. Uh, if you're just joining us, we have uh, Joseph Carey on the line, and uh, we are talking about this extraordinary uh, project, Bible Rescue, uh, it's a 501c3, it's a nonprofit, and uh, the purposes are rescue family Bibles, record the family history information that's inside those Bibles. If you've ever seen an old Bible, uh, there's always that uh, dates and births and christenings and marriages and, and uh, wars and all of those kinds of things. Then, of course, reuniting each of those Bibles with living descendants, uh, which is just such a powerful thing. And Joseph, just share with us maybe one of those experiences that really surprised you. Uh, where you came in contact, you've you've rescued over a thousand family Bibles and reunited those. Uh, give us one that was kind of a surprise for you. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.
I, I believe she was from uh, Louisiana, and um, when we can, we like delivering them and, and, and experiencing that you know reunification moment. A lot of times we can't just because they live so far away. Uh, but we told her, you can go to our website, BibleRescue.org, and you can search by name. And she went there, and finding your family Bible is like a needle in 10,000 haystacks. <laughs> it's tough to do, yeah. but we do it every month. She finds her family Bible. We have it. We send it to her, and she leaves a voicemail. She calls the office at night, and she leaves a voicemail that says something along the lines of, for 20 years, I didn't know if my grandmother loved me. Mm. And after receiving this Bible, she said, I now know she did. And boy, I looked through the Bible. I didn't see any type of uh, sentence or paragraph or message, but something in that Bible resonated with her and allowed her to close a, a chapter of pain in her life that was there for 20 years. That's what I mean about these Bibles have this ability to bring the human family together. Look, you, you're you in the, the, the world of politics, which can be very divisive. And to see these Bibles uh, it, it, at a time when we have this, sometimes I think, uh, this, this growing incivility. Yeah. Uh, to see these Bibles be able just to take people back and say, you know what? At the end of the day, we are all brothers and sisters. Yeah. Uh, and then I believe that. I really do. Yeah. Uh, it's such great stuff. Uh, an amazing 10-year odyssey so far, and you're just warming up. Uh, if you want to check it out, uh, go to BibleRescue.com, BibleRescue.com. And if you're just looking to connect with Roots Tech, go to FamilySearch.org slash Roots Tech, and uh, Joseph is going to be speaking coming up at uh, 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time today and sharing some of those stories of those Bibles that have been rescued. Uh, and I love what Joseph said, just holding that Bible is such a connector, uh, regardless of what's inscribed in it or what isn't in it. Uh, there is a connection that is palpable and meaningful uh, and redemptive in so, so many ways. And, uh, Joseph, we appreciate you carving out some time on a very busy day for you. We'll let you get ready for your presentation coming up here at 4.30, uh, but we appreciate you joining us. Again, check out BibleRescue.com uh, and uh, just amazing stories there. Joseph, thanks again for jumping on with us. Thank you, Boyd. All right. Again, that's Joseph Carey, uh, BibleRescue.com. It's a nonprofit, and uh, these stories are just extraordinary to me, uh, where you see these families coming together and the unity that it creates, the stories that it fosters and the memories that it evokes uh, is just absolutely an amazing thing. And so if you're ever in a uh, an old bookshop anywhere in the world, I've done this uh, in all kinds of countries, and you look at some of those Bibles that are in those used bookstores, uh, just take a look on the inside and uh, you'll see something that will amaze you. Uh, and then you have to start thinking about, okay, what family owned this and how do we reunite that? Uh, that's something worth pursuing today. All right, we'll step aside for some bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick around. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. 
Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.